and welcome to episode 78 of Man vs. Business. My name is Les Janes, and I am here with my co-host, Sean McManaman. In this week's podcast, we're discussing the topic of making your signature mean something. So, with that, let's go ahead and start the show. So, Sean, how are you doing today? Good, Les. How are you? I am doing fine. We're, uh... We're giving Ringer another chance. We actually uh, got a hold of some uh, support, and uh, they gave us some advice. So we'll see how it goes today, huh? Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how this works. Yeah. Although that can be, yeah, and that can be another uh, topic for a conversation is, you know, if something doesn't work, how you support the fix. And I, I think they've been very helpful. They have been. They were very, very helpful, and they were very quick to respond whenever we, uh, we did to ask for some help. Right. So, so today on that note, note, you know, that's a, that's a positive. I think, you know, things will work and and a customer for life. You know, when I did send him the email to, to have him help us out, he, he must've listened to it because he actually said, well, I could tell that y'all were, uh, uh, kind of not very happy with the product on the podcast itself. You know, hey, you know, you know, we're, we're going to tell it like it is, right? That's right, and maybe he should listen to this one because, uh, you know, if it, if it works, then like I said, you get a customer for life. So that's right. We'll keep on going. You know, and that's the other thing that I just thought of, and that's why my kids, after a little while, didn't want me to help them with their homework because to me, everything is a learning moment. Everything oh, no is a doubt. teaching moment. You know, so so whenever whenever I used to help my kids, and I don't know if I've talked about this before, and they have you know just easy say math. Oh, of course, I'll, I'll help them, you know, help them learn it. I won't give them the answer. But then in learning it, they, they understand the history of math from, you know, Pythagoras back in the old days. <laughs> there you go. Back in the really old days. Yeah, back in the really old days. And that's why my daughter said, oh, you scared me. I didn't want to be an engineer. Like, oh. so, so all of that has nothing to do with what our topic's going to be today. <laughs> Sometimes we actually actually have uh, something that goes with our topic. This has nothing to do with our topic. So, yeah, so sure. our topic today is going to be um, talking about signatures, making them mean something. So we thought this was kind of an, an interesting topic, especially in today's uh, day and age. You know, Yeah, and I think even beyond signatures, it's it's – being accountable and responsible. I mean, that's what your signature is supposed to mean, right? You know, so let's touch on that first. I mean, you know, why do signatures even exist on, and what we're talking about is signatures on documentation, information, uh, you know, uh, information flow, uh, using signatures as gate, as gates, uh, things like that. You know, so why do signatures even exist? Well, I mean, you know, back Historically, yeah, your signature actually meant something. Speaking I, of Pythagorean theory, well, Pythagorean. Yeah. and I guess I, I don't want to be—I don't want to be Mister Cynical, but yeah, back in the old days, your word meant something, your signature meant something. If that's your signature, then you were obligated to fulfill the duty that was asked of you by you signing the document. So, um, what, what, I'm, I'm looking for the right word. Credibility. Um, I mean, it, it, it showed it showed that you were credible if you signed it, and then you you know you did what you were supposed to do. Uh, and and here's my skeptical old curmudgeon dude talking about this day and age. 
I think people don't have a problem with signing stuff and then, and then reneging. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, and you said, Oh yeah, so fast to me, that just kills me. Yeah. That kills me. You said, Oh yeah. Like as if, yep, I see it all the time. All Holy the time. Cow. I do. I do. You know, one of the, one of the most, uh, famous documents I can think of that relates to signatures is what? What, what am I thinking of? Well, here in the United States, then what I would have to be the Declaration of Independence. Very good. You're oh, I got that right. Good. You did get that right. Yeah. As you a first-generation American, I know those things. Yeah. So, so what do you, you know, when you think about signatures, that's the thing that comes to my mind first. And why did all of them sign that document? Yeah, to say, hey, I'm putting my my heart and soul and blood on this document that I, that we really mean it. They put their life. That meant their life. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You know, so um, I, I think you're right in that we've lost some of that. You know, not that we should be putting our life on the line uh, with our signatures, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it should be a, a, a little little more than what it means today. Yeah. Well, and, and that's why I wanted to have the conversation with you. Because I, anybody that listens to us, I mean, I think I think it should be a reminder that that hey, that should mean something. And you know what? If if you are buying something like a car, and you, there's a bazillion, or a house, a house is even worse. House is a great example, right? So if you're buying a house and you've got document after document after document, and and the the lender or the closing agent or you know sitting there waiting. If you haven't, if you hadn't been given those documents ahead of time to want to read, then take your time and don't feel the pressure. Because if you're putting your signature on it, that means you've read it and you understand it, and that's the reason they're having you sign it. It's kind of like a catch-all, right? Yeah. Hey, you signed it, but I didn't want to give you the time to read it. Well, you, I highly recommend you take the time to read it and understand it. And, and so I'd, ha- I'd have to say that that I'm yeah. guilty of that. I'm guilty of, you know, signing papers like that and not reading them. You, have you ever gotten burned? Have you ever, have you ever signed? And now, now the, the getting the burn part is when you bought something or you're, you, you sign a contract for a job and your signature is on the bottom of it. And then the problem comes up and they're like, well, you obviously read it because you signed the bottom of it. So you owe us, you know, $10 million worth of equipment. <laughs> oh. So fortunately I have not yet. Yeah. But I think the older I've gotten and the the higher I have uh, advanced in my career path, I'm I'm very much aware and understand more the importance of understanding what I'm signing. Yes, well, it's that's true because it is hard to understand some of the stuff that you're signing. Yes. Back to my example of a contract. Luckily, I nothing that big that ten million dollars. But there there have been stuff that I've skimmed through and felt that I understood it, but then found these little nuances later on when something, something popped up and you're like, Oh brother. So that, that, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to learn that lesson the the very hard way. An uncomfortable way is a good way to learn the lesson, but uh, you know, it can be very detrimental if, if, you know, you sign things, especially legal documents that have a lot of value involved. I mean, you can learn the very hard way. Yeah, there could definitely be legal ramifications that, you know, hurt yourself, hurt your family, hurt the business. Exactly. You know, things like that. So, so I, I do think that, that signatures are important, but now let's kind of dial it back a little bit here, back to, you know, this day and age in the electronic world 
in the age of uh, immediacy and being able to send files across the internet, things like that. So let's kind of focus from a business perspective on, first of all, internal to your company, not necessarily talking about uh, documents such as contracts that go out to a customer. And let's kind of save that for uh, a little bit further down the discussion, but just talking about inside your business first. So there's a lot of companies that uh, have signatures within the business uh, so that the business can move forward or use signatures as gates mm-hmm. for approvals, uh, for making sure that somebody saw something, things like that. So that's the, that's the first area I want to focus on is, is in this day and age, where should we be with that type of information as it relates to signatures? Yeah, I think, I, I think the process the process that includes actual signatures on documentation flowing through your through your your organization, I think it's it's really antiquated. Yeah. Um, I, I I believe that, and I think it's hard to get to the point where when you look at something, you can check a box, and and the the system understands that yes, it was your computer, and you're, you're the only one with the login to your computer. So if you if you check the box, yeah, I've read it. Then I mean that, that that's the same thing as a signature. You can you could have your Adobe signature, you know, in your computer, and you can place it on some line if uh, if you know that's what you need to do to prove that you read it. But you know the thing is, how else how else do you prove that somebody that somebody saw something? Now the well, question is: Should they see? Should they see? I was see it? just getting ready yeah. to say that. I think the <laughs> I very first you, you jumped ahead, you yeah. jumped ahead of me there. Um, I think the first question has to be because I think there's a lot of of bureaucracies in systems that build up over time, and signatures is one of those uh, bureaucratic situations that just kind of gets bloated over time within a process system, and you should be asking yourself the question all along the value stream Mm -hmm. from the point it comes into your environment to the point it goes out of your environment, where does it make sense for signatures or reviews or authorizations, whatever you want to call them for those to happen? If you've got somebody that just needs to see something that doesn't, in my mind, that does not warrant a signature. I completely agree. Cause now I'll go back to the beginning of our conversation. Your signature should mean something. Yeah. And the level of what you are reviewing should be high enough to require a signature. Anything yes. lower shouldn't require you to put your put your signature on it. Because the other part of this is you've got to start asking your question, yourself the question of empowerment. Am I empowering the people and the right people to do the right things and review? Or am I just adding a layer of of signatures or reviews that makes it to where I'm not trusting the person below me. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That is a very good point. And then, and then if you are requiring signatures of higher level people in the organization, do, do those people have enough information to, to put their signature on something acknowledging or authorizing, you know, whatever it is that you're asking. I guess what I'm thinking, what I'm thinking is if, if there's the workings going on day to day and something rises up to, a higher level, a high level person, how much of, how much of the, you know, last three months goes along with that, you know, say right. like a, say like a purchase order and the purchase right. order is, 
in your process, your purchase orders above, say, $10 million have to be signed by the president of the organization. That was the same example I was going to use. So keep oh, going. Okay. Jeez, keep yeah, going. We're, we're no, like, it, yeah, we are in, same we are in sync today. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. Yeah, we won't go down to music, music track. No, we won't. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but you're right. A, a PO needing signature. Go ahead. And then, and then, well, now you think of the process of how do you inform now the big boss on the important parts of the purchase order that's going to require his or her signature at the end of it. And then okay. how much, how much of the important parts are missed when you're having, say, your bid review. I've been in, I've been in, in companies where we would have a bid review and we would go through the, you know, cost and margin and, risk and everything like that. But then, but then the, the item that didn't pop up was limitational liability. And so now your big boss signed something, $10 million contract, limitational liability was unlimited and nobody caught it. Uh-huh. Now his signature's on it and he's like, Hey, thanks people. You screwed hey, me. You, yeah. You just threw me right under the double wheeled bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you require a signature from somebody. How does that person know all of the information that is necessary? Now, that would never happen again the first time. So, you know, the next bid review, the, the, well, that but, person's going to ask, hey, what's the limitation of liability? But then what's well, the other I was just going to say, I was yeah. just going to add to that, though, is the fact that you've just now described how a system gets bloated, though. Exactly. Somebody yeah. gets burned, somebody gets hurt, and they go, well, now I want to see every one of these to make sure that you're not missing the uh, liability activity that we missed the last time. So I want to be able to look at that every time, sign off on it, and make sure that that doesn't happen again. Oop, bloated. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, so I'm saying that what you really have got to figure out is how to keep the system from, I, I like the word bloated, <laughs> um, from uh, you know exploding with signatures and figure out how to keep it down at a, at a at a moderate level and still get those review activities done. Mm-hmm. Really, what that um, uh, that supervisor or that manager should be doing is putting something in place to poke yoke the process. That's what. Yeah, yeah. Good you know, point. Yeah. So that so that they're not having to worry about it, and you're not adding fluff to the system like a signature just and making somebody else look at it just because of that. Yeah. So we 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 tend to knee jerk into the wrong answer on all of these problems. And what I'm trying to get to is the fact that really what you need to be looking at is the process, trying to make sure you're not adding more waste to the process and that you're continuing to move, remove waste. So think about all the points in in a in a company where signatures happen. You have signatures at the the contract stage, you got signatures at uh, drawing review stages. You've got signatures at PO stages. You've got signatures at inspection stages. You should be, as a company, asking yourself the question, does that signature need to happen? Um, if it, if so, then is it being done effectively? If not, how can I push it down to where I can pokey yoke it and not have that signature in the process and still be assured that I'm getting what I need to get done out the door. That was a good, good summary. I think uh, what as you were as you were talking about that, my my brain was thinking on you know an analogy or an example and and or or at least another description. I think okay. signatures, I think signatures are the lagging indicator because because the reason that that 
the signatures that you mentioned there on drawing review and, and, um, physical inspection and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's, that is, you know, that, that to me, that is that's all, after the fact. And it's all for, Hey, when something doesn't work, who are we going to, who are we going to go hang? CYA. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It, it, so it totally. So to me, those are some of the first signatures you get out of the process. Right. So the thing is, and along the same lines as you, I always try to put it to the things that, that I like, the tools that I like, the leading indicators, like you said, how do you poke yoke it so you don't have to worry about the back end signatures. So what are the leading, what are the leading indicators that help you get the job done, done right, done quickly, high quality, and everybody is assured, everybody along the line, all the, all the people that, that kind of do have their necks hanging out on the success of a project. How are they assured that everything is in line and people have done what they were supposed to do? That's a lot of work ahead of time to build to build that process of, of leading indicators, leading uh, assurances. And that's what it is, quality assurance, not quality yes. control. That's right. Yeah. You know, the thing that you should be focused on is, is where do we actually need signatures? And I would think that the places I would think where you would need signatures is where the company is at a lot of risk and a lot of liability. Mm-hmm. Those are areas where I think you should look at, you know, signatures being important to the process is, is where you're, where you're taking a, taking on a lot of risk and, and a lot of liability. Yeah. yeah. You want to hear an example of, of, of a waste and it's got to do with signatures and initials that, that I'm actually going through now and, and am allowing kind of like allowing this process to play out because it's easy for everybody but it's not easy for me because it's annoying when we, when we want to buy something. So yes, I do want to hear it. Okay. Okay. I wasn't going to give you the option. So yeah, that was a rhetorical question as to whether you asked if you wanted to hear it or not. (laughs) So, so when, when somebody wants to buy something, they put together a wreck and the people that put together the, the requisition don't know the cost. So we give it to some purchasing people. They go and get a quote. So, okay, I signed the rec that, yeah, we need this piece of equipment. They go get a quote. The quote comes back with a price on it. I initial the price and say, I understand the price that goes to the equipment that I, I needed. Right? And then, <laughs> and, then, and then when the PO gets written, I, I sign the PO because wow. it, goes out, it goes out underneath my name. Yeah. And then, okay. So then not only that, not only so that. That's three so far. So that's three. Not only that, when the invoice comes from the supplier, yeah. our AP person gathers the rec, the PO, any backup documentation. She puts it all together in a pile. And then I get in an envelope that, that in order to, to pay it, I sign a little, you know, stamped box that says, yep, we should pay this. Wow. Yeah. That's four times. Yeah. And I can't think of one of those other than CYA that they're adding value to the process. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, can you? No, no. And it's, yeah. You know, it's funny when I first got here and in this position, I was like, why are we doing it this way? Why are we doing it this way? And and it's, you know, everybody else is, oh, that's the way it's got to be done and everything like that. And so I said, okay, fine. I, I, uh, swim lane diagrammed the process and all this stuff. And I see, I see what everybody does and we do a heck of a lot of work for a little bit of output. Yep. 
And, and so I'm kind of sitting here going, okay, I'll play your silly game for a while. Yeah. And yeah, then, you got, you got to pick your battles. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'll, I'll play your silly game and then, and then build in. And then that's the thing. You have to build in the, the stages and the authorization. See, to me, the purchasing person, as soon as I say, yes, we need this thing, the purchasing person should be able to get three quotes. You know, if it's a relatively big thing, three quotes, understand which is the best and go buy it. Yeah. I said we needed it. So get it. Yeah. You've empowered him already. Yeah. Why you know do that? you have to tell him that you empowered him? That, that's, that's the, every uh, time. That's the thing. How many times am I going to say, Oh no, we're not going to buy it because of that price. <laughs> when yeah, it's a reasonable it, price. Yeah. When, if you hold your, you know, purchasing guys accountable, if they have mm-hmm. parameters to work from, yeah. if they understand the goal, if they know what they need to know from a data standpoint, they can make as good a decision as you can. Yeah. What are they missing? Are they now? If I would say, so here's here's the part of this that we got to make sure we're careful on. If they're missing something in a bigger picture that really doesn't make sense for them to know, such as the financial stability of the company, you have to know that. Let's say to be able to make this purchase, then yes, you, you know somebody yeah. up yeah. higher has got to know about it. But that's usually not the case, right? You know, so yeah, ninety-eight yeah. percent of the time it's not the case. You know, we do buy big, big equipment, and if you do buy big equipment, then then there's more than me signing off on on buying it. So now you, know. you did bring up something there that's that's very interesting, and that another area where people have to be careful of. You said that ninety-eight percent of the time it's not a problem. You've got to make sure you have rules in place yeah. to handle the 2% so that's that right. that doesn't come back and screw you each yeah, time. That's right. Because the 2% will hurt you just as bad as anything else. Well, that's true. Yeah, that 2% yeah, is the big stuff. Yeah, and that's always the stuff that leaves the thorn in your side, right? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then Nobody you remember the 98% stuff that went through just fine. They yeah. remember the 2%. So you got to have rules for the 2% to make sure that, you know, there's boundaries to make sure that that 2% is handled. Good point. Uh, clearly and cleanly. So. And, and, and so, you know, even bringing this back to the, the topic at hand. So if you're, if you're signing and initialing 50 things a day. Yeah. Does your, does your signature mean as much? And just think about how much waste is in the system with that description right there. Yeah. yeah. 50 signatures a day that is requiring somebody to send something to you. It's requiring you to send something on. Mm-hmm. It's requiring you to read something that you probably don't need to read. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just, it, it, it's ridiculous. Although I, I will say, you know, it is nice. And here's, here's a, a good part. And we've, I've got one, one purchaser that came back to me with a wreck and said, uh, is this your signature? Do we want to, do we want to get that? This? And I said, wow, I'm impressed. That was really good because I signed, I signed the wreck with my left hand. There was, there was one wreck. I was out on the shop floor and somebody handed me a wreck and, and I think I had something in my other hand, maybe a cup of coffee or something. I, <laughs> I didn't want to put it down and my pen was in my left hand and I can, I've had my right hand in, in a cast three, three times for extended period. So I can write legibly with my left hand. It's just, it looks different than my right hand. That's funny. And my, my, the person, the person that was going to buy it came back and said, that didn't exactly look like your signature. So I brought it back. I said, well, I congratulated her. I thought it was fantastic. Sure. That, because they, that's then the kind you've of actually got somebody more. that's, yeah. yeah, you've got somebody that's looking for fraud. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, 
So when you see some, things like that, okay, well, you know what? The, the underlying foundation of the process does work, even though I'm not crazy about the process, but it does yeah. work, you yeah. know? Yeah, so I think that, you know, I don't think we're, you know, totally trying to dog signatures. I, you know, we were, I was saying a minute ago, we were going to come back to external signatures. I think you probably wind up seeing more signatures on things that are external to the process when you're sending it to a customer, yeah. things like that. Those are for your protection. And we're not in any, uh, in any means trying to suggest that signatures are in this day and age, null and void and makes no sense we're saying question them well yeah question them and and then and make them mean something because it, yes. it frustrates me to no end when i do when i do bring a document to somebody and say hey what's this what's the story with this you signed it and they're like yeah i signed it i didn't read it <laughs> and, and oh, that's where you put your arm around that person okay come on over here and sit down what do you mean oh, you i thought you were going to say put your arm around them and squeeze well <laughs> I'm trying to be the kinder, gentler. There you go. That, yeah. That's a good idea. I would and, agree. And ha and have that conversation. What do you mean you you didn't read it, but you signed it? And that's the, yeah. the that's the thing that I want to stop. Right. If you have to sign something. Okay, fine. If your process causes you to have to sign something, well, make sure you understand it because that's why that's why the process is having you sign it. Well, and and you and I are you know both do not have problems with. Digni uh, digital signatures per se, no, yeah. but I think you've got to be careful with the digital signatures because that is another way in which the signature can start to remove itself from meaning something. Mm -hmm. You're just plopping on a, you know, a bitmap onto your document mm -hmm. and you're, you're, again, you're not paying attention to it and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, just be careful, you know, just try to understand and make sure that you understand what you're putting your signature on. And, and like Sean said, you know, making sure it means something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, talk is there anything else we we want to cover on this one? No, I guess yeah. Maybe here's another public service announcement. Talk about not paying attention. I was stopped at a light on Saturday, and a person was looking at their phone as they were trying to get the directions to a party, and just ran straight into the back of me. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. So, wow. so talk about not paying attention, please. But well, you know, pay attention. You know, uh, Texas finally passed their law on texting. Oh well, and driving. Yeah, well, I'm sh we'll see how much it does good, but, you know, at least they've passed the law. Well, you know, okay, so there's another waste of time. You pass the law. Cal I live in California, which has got laws for laws. You got laws <laughs> upon laws upon laws. And and as of January 1st, you weren't supposed to hold a phone in your hand. The only thing you could do was have a phone mounted, and you were supposed to have a one-finger touch, like if you were going to answer the call or something like that. So that was the rule. I am not kidding you. January 2nd, I saw more people with phones in their hands, not even worrying about it. And I still see oh people with phones in their hands, not even worried about it. Now, I didn't call the police on this person. They, they hit me. Insurance going to take care of it and everything like that. But it was against the law what, what yeah. this person was doing. So I don't know. And then I, and then I helped them get to their party. It was an older, it was kind of an older person. So, you know. Uh -huh. You're being a nice guy. Well, what do you, but see, that's the thing. What are you going to do? You're going to get all mad and scream and kick and get, get yeah. steamed up. I hate the fact well, that I know, have you're, to you're, deal with it. You're Irish, so. Yeah, I'm changing that, uh, hey, are you stereotype. That? What, what kind of that's stereotype good. is that? That's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Okay, man. 
Well, I think this was a, a good topic. I hope everybody has enjoyed this episode of Man Versus Business, and we look forward to being back with you again next week. Sean, you take care, buddy. You too, Les. Take care. Yep. Cheers. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Man Versus Business. Please note that neither Sean nor myself are business consultants. We just have a strong passion for discussing all things business. Please remember to visit sigmatree.co to see our other podcasts, our business ventures, and our blog. And by the way, you can also drop us a line from the message page. Again, thank you and have a good week. Mm-hmm.